Bryce Schulze, a senior in manufacturing engineering technology, loves creating things out of steel. Annika Unchen, a senior in field biology, has a passion for sea turtles and marine life. And yet they have something in common. They're both getting valuable hands-on experiences and making industry connections to further their careers before they graduate from Pittsburgh State University. I sat down with each of them, Bryce as he was preparing for a national competition, and Annika after she returned from a memorable field trip to South Padre, Texas, to learn more. I'm Andra Stefanoni, and you're listening to Gorilla Connection. Yeah, I'm Bryce Schulze, uh, Manufacturing Engineering Technology is my degree path. Um, hometown, originally from Wisconsin, but I graduated from Spring Hill, Kansas, um, my senior high school. Okay, so. and, and you're a senior now here? Yes, I'm a senior now. Um, what drew you to Pittsburgh State and to major in this particular major? It was a wild guess. Um, I didn't actually plan on going to college in general. Um, Pittsburgh State was the only non-athletic scholarship I got to come here. Um, I ended up choosing uh, manufacturing engineering for my love for metals in high school. I like doing welding and stuff like that, um, being in the shop setting, working in small engines class, kind of small stuff like that. So kind of just dove into manufacturing, end up loving it, um, and then continue my four-year path from there. Nice. And and so today we're here actually because you're part of a team or you're a leader on a team that is creating something for a contest. So I'd like to visit with you a little bit about that and the process. Um, the bar has been set pretty high because past teams in this particular competition have done really well. Mm-hmm. Um, so let's talk a little bit about that, and then we can maybe discuss what some of the other projects are that you've worked on because they're all very hands-on. Mm-hmm. Um, so what's the competition? So this year it's the African Spearpoint. Um, this is a competition by SFSA, uh, Steel Foundry Society of America. It's the cast and competition, which is very similar to the Forge and Fire competition you see on Netflix or on TV. Uh-huh. Um, and actually, Ben Abbott, the same judge, helps judge our competition as well. So a lot of uh, industry comp- uh, competition within that, um, different schools around the area, um, and even the nation um, kind of compete in this competition. And, and each year they choose sort of a different theme, right? Yes. It's a different culture or uh specific era that you have to kind of replicate your sword uh-huh. or your uh, weapon behind. So. so so we've had like the Vikings, I think there was a Thor hammer at yeah. one point. Thor's hammer, Celtic sword, um, Bowie knife was one of them uh-huh. over the last three or four years. And so. Pitt State has always captured like the top award or one of the top awards, I believe. Yeah, yeah. Over the last few years, I think we had four first place prizes in at least documentation, design, or casting process. And this year it's African Spear. Yes. So these, for listeners, um, I don't know, can you describe this? Yeah. Is that about a foot long or so? Yeah, our constraints were under 20 inches. Uh, We ended up falling around 13 inches, trying to balance a little bit of weight there. Um, And under 2.2 pounds, so it's a little thinner towards the end of the blade, um, but still kind of representing uh, African spear points in general. Um, It is kind of an adaptation of what, if you want to look it up, uh, Ikoa spear, um, and along with some other Celtic swords. Um, So we want to have a little thickness in there, because a lot of African spear points are actually very thin. So we want to have a little thickness, keep some strength in there, and really keep it functioning. And would this have been a spear that was used, you know, for as a weapon or for hunting or for a variety of things? Both? Both, yes. I wouldn't give much context around exactly um, the application of it, um, other than that they give us the distinction of it's for combat rather than hunting. Um, so I know there's a big distinction of the hunting ones being more thinner, you throw them, um, whereas the combat ones are more swung around, 
and being able to pierce armor and so on. Okay. And so how did you create this? Let's start at the very beginning with some of the initial steps and then how did you get it to be what we're seeing in front of us right now? Yeah. Yeah. So it was kind of a team effort on the overall design of it. We had around four concepts back in October, um, really kind of finalizing that down, knowing some key features we wanted to keep in the end product. Um, from there, we just drew it up in SOLIDWORKS, getting a virtual model of it, if you will, uh, which then we converted over into a, a mold we can put into the machine. Uh, the machine's out the die for it. So we inject wax into that die, and we get a wax part out, which then you connect onto more wax to kind of build pour metal into it. The wax melts out, the metal takes its place, okay. and you get the metal sword after. So. And and am I correct in saying we have um, quite a bit of state-of-the-art machinery and equipment here that perhaps gives you a little bit of a leg up than what other competitors might have? Absolutely. Um, you know, we, we have to have an industry competitor or um, um, outreach we have to do. So we reached out to Monet Metals over Missouri to help us out with that one. Um, but So they actually poured the steel ones you see in front of you. Um, although, yeah, the machinery here at PSU is amazing. I know we're one of the very few schools in the nation that have investment casting capabilities, um, which is where we make some of these other aluminum ones. Um, so and not really just cool. the equipment, but also we have, I think, a faculty member in particular who's quite an expert, right? Absolutely. Dr. Russ Resmate, he's phenomenal. He's my direct mentor um, and uh, my boss, actually, and the lab assistant here. So I work with him on a daily basis, and he helps out a lot with this project. He has quite a reputation. Absolutely. I think maybe a year or two ago, it seems like he was inducted into the Hall of Fame. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. Yep. He did a hiatus at NASA for a little while. He's been in the industry for, I think, over 25 years. Um, so a lot of really good experience from him and, and people he knows that can get us information we need. So. Super. So the processes that you've used and the equipment you've used in this project, it's not just all about this particular project, right? You're preparing yourself for the world of work. Absolutely. And what do you hope that that world of work looks like for you? What do you want to do? Um, I've already accepted a job actually. I oh, you have? Here in May, yes. So I'll be heading off to Cincinnati, uh, working for a mining corporation that, that creates materials for this exact process. Um, they are a supplier of the foundry industry, um, which capsules a lot of different, different processes around the nation. Um, so I'm excited for that. Um, and especially my curriculum here at PSU has molded me for that position. So a job offer in March, and, and that is, it sounds like a career that's going to be very lucrative for you. Um, that's exciting. Congrats. Absolutely. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. Um, so as we were walking uh, kind of through the hall and, and the lab, you mentioned some other projects that either classmates or you have been involved in. Can you tell us just a little bit about a few of those? Yeah, absolutely. So right now we're in the, the hiatus of the senior design project. It's our final capstone. The entire uh, two semesters of your senior year, you have to be on a senior design team, either creation of the Mars Rover is one of them. This year for the first time is the cast and seal competition. Um, Geeks for Kids um, and a few other various uh, topics that you kind of covered kind of encapsulate a lot of different topics of your curriculum. So you go through the design phase in the fall semester and you go through the implementation phase in the spring semester. So you go all the way from design and ideas all the way down to creation before you graduate. Um, that's kind of one of the bigger ones in engineering in general. Um, some small ones are trinkled in there um, that offered by different organizations in the area um, and even around the nation. Um, we get involved in uh, time capsule creations, uh, manhole cover kind of things and different kind of designs we can make for those um, and different kind of castings in general. So. And the Moon Rover competition, that's something I think that Pitt State has also competed in for many years and done pretty well at. Yeah. Um, lots of hands-on opportunities there. Um, 
What's been the best part, I guess, of your experience here out of all of those kinds of things? Man, it's, it's the, the hands-on by the teachers. Um, they're always in the lab running around helping you figure stuff out. If you have a problem you run into them, they'll come out in the shop, hands-on, show you how to do it and how to go overcome that problem that you're facing. Um, along with the design phase, they'll give you inputs and outputs of what you want to have, uh, what you want the end product to do, how you don't want it to do, um, and different kind of things like that. So it's a very, very personal um, atmosphere here in the engineering department. So. I think many of them have worked in industry themselves, right? Oh, absolutely. So they yeah. can bring that firsthand experience mm -hmm. to you. And even some of them are specialized in certain areas. If you see Lehman run around here, he's kind of our machine guy. Russ is obviously our casting guy. And upstairs, um, all those engineering professors have kind of their specialty that you can kind of go to and help out. So, Super. Before we wrap up, um, would are there team members that you need to give a shout out to so that you're not getting all the, the glory? Yes, absolutely. So Professor Lehman is our advisor for our competition team. Uh, Dr. Rosemade is also another advisor and direct for casting. Um, and our design lead, Muhammad Alawas, has done a phenomenal job in the creation of the Spirit Point. Benjamin Bryngar, he's our do documentation lead. Um, Skylar McDaniel, he's doing our video um, and kind of editing that way, um, procurement of all of our components that we need. Um, so, uh, and then, man. Peyton Potts, our machine guy, so a lot of our fixturing, different kind of things like that. And then finally, um, I think it was Logan Chapman, who's our electronic lead and manufacturing lead, so implementing, implementing a lot of these different uh, processes that we need to finish this project. So. And they each bring their own specialties. Exactly. And you've been the one to kind of um, direct, you're the senior project manager for, yes, for all of it. Yes, so I'm the, the senior design team lead um, uh, for this competition. So Super. And, and when this gets sent off, um, how long is it going to be before we find out the results? Yes, so the competition is in April, uh, around the 20th that weekend there. We head out to Cleveland um, to be uh, judged by the, the panel there. Um, they ch um, chuck the swords around and, and test them out and see what they can do. Um, and then we'll figure out the next day what the standings are. Okay. Um, we send off the spear just after spring break. The deadline is the 31st. So we'll have a little hiatus there, a little nervousness before the competition. Sure. But once we get out there, I'm sure it'll be all fun. So Great. Well, I can't wait to, I hope that I get to interview you again and you get to tell me that you guys did really well. So Absolutely, yeah. thanks for taking time out and good luck to you. Thank you. All right. Next up, Annika who has gone from landlocked Pittsburgh, Kansas, to several coastal rehabilitation centers for marine life. Yeah, uh, my name is Annika Unchen. I am a senior at Pitt State. I'm from Jasper, Missouri, and I'm majoring in biology. And your emphasis in biology is? It is field ecology. Field ecology. Yes. Okay, so you're going out into nature and um, looking for critters or plants mm -hmm. and studying them. And then what do you do with that information? Um, so some of the classes here give us plenty of opportunities to go out, collect data, and then we analyze it in the classroom and we can apply it to things we're learning in our textbooks. And then other opportunities uh, to go out by myself. I can go out and I can use the knowledge I've learned to collect edible plants uh, that I can use at home or anything like that. Okay. And what I'd like to talk with you today about is a, a really unique opportunity, I think, that you got to do over spring break. Mm -hmm. A lot of students are taking off for vacation on spring break, but you did something different with some of your classmates. So what was that and what did, what did it entail? Uh, yeah. So this is the second year that the Pittsburgh State University Wildlife and Fishery Society, they have uh, an enabled us to go down to South Padre, and this is in correlation with some students from Emporia State University. Uh -huh. 
and we go to Sea Turtle Inc. there, which is on the island of South Padre, and it is a sea turtle rescue, rehab, and release facility. And they specialize in Kim's Ridley sea turtles. And through that experience, we were able to work on some maintenance tasks around their facility. We got to work on a corral for nestlings and a log, sorry, a Kim's Ridley sea turtle nest. And we did some maintenance functions, so we were able to repair some tears and things in their uh, facility. And we also just did some grunt work of washing cars and those kinds of things. But it felt really good to know that those little things that you're doing really do go a long way and they help the facility as a whole. So, and, and this I assume is an, a nonprofit type of organization yes. that is tasked with um, improving habitat or populations of sea turtles. Yes. Are they endangered or? So all uh, species of sea turtles are either endangered, critically endangered, or on the watch list for those kinds of things by the ICUN, which is unfortunate, but this facility does um, work towards repopulating those populations for Kim's Ridley's uh, in particular. There are actually only a few known uh, locations where Kim's Ridley's sea turtles nest, and the only one in America is in South Padre. Um, and I think they do nest in North Padre too, but those are the only locations in the continental U.S. where they nest, so it's really unique to have that opportunity here. Wow, and so... In doing what you did, you're hoping that that makes a difference in stabilizing those populations yes, for, absolutely. for the future. Yes. Um, is that part of what drew you into this major is, is kind of a love for the environment and wanting to see it stabilize in absolutely. coming years? I found myself over the years just growing in my passion for conservation, and I loved learning that Pitt State does have a conservation emphasis in the field biology department, and that really drew me in. And I've always had a passion for marine life as well. So learning that I can get experiences here in Pittsburgh, Kansas, that I can take with me elsewhere was really special. That that's a great point. We you know here we are in the very middle of the United States, pretty landlocked unless mm -hmm. you count kind of the the lake strip pits that were created from the coal mining uh, boom. It's unusual that you'd be focused on marine biology mm -hmm. here. But it sounds like your advisor, your professor, Dr. Whitney, is helping to make that happen. Yes, absolutely. Um, it's surprising every day for me to learn that even though Pittsburgh, Kansas may be landlocked, there are still opportunities like the trip to South Padre through Sea Turtle, Inc. Um, those opportunities still do arise that allow us to explore other areas of biology despite being landlocked. Uh -huh. So. And, and tell me about, you also have, I think, some internship experiences that have helped propel you towards your career. What have those been like? Um, so I started my first internship here at Pitt State, and I was working for a grad student in the biology department whose research focused on um, songbirds as well as vegetation data. And he's actually giving his uh, thesis defense in a couple weeks, so it's very exciting. But I started out here with birds, and uh, that kind of led me to explore other areas. And so last spring, spring of 22, I was able to uh, drive down to Florida, and I lived there for the semester, and I worked for Loggerhead Marine Life Center, which is a facility that uh, specializes in loggerhead sea turtles, but they do rescue, rehab, release. And I worked for their conservation department, so I got tons of hands-on experience in uh working with the public to create beach cleanups and other initiatives that help promote the conservation of loggerhead sea turtles. Um, and then after that, 
I moved up to Connecticut last summer and I lived in the Mystic area. I worked for Mystic Aquarium in their animal rescue department and they specialize in seals as well as sea turtles. So I got tons of experience working in a medical aspect of how to care for injured and sick and ill animals in that sense. Um, and now, uh, this coming summer, I will be moving to North Carolina, and that is where um, the Karen Beasley Sea Turtle Rescue Center is uh, just near Wilmington, and I'll be staying there and working for them. Wow. Did you ever dream when you started college here that you'd have such a varied ex list of experiences? I did not. I, I mean, remember my first, um, before my first internship, I was so anxious and nervous and worried, and I was like, oh my goodness, like... I'm never going to get an internship. I'm never going to find a job. I'm never going to, <laughs> like, what am I going to do? Uh -huh. And then it just, they all started lining up and one after the other. Like, every small experience can lead to a bigger one. So Well, and it sounds like um, not only is it diverse in terms of the, the types of creatures that you're studying, but also the skills that you're learning. So mm -hmm. you're doing, you're organizing some conservation efforts like beach cleanups. Mm -hmm. You're also doing research in labs. You're collecting data, um, kind of the gamut of everything. Yeah, I definitely, one of my goals when I graduate is to be a well-rounded um, biologist. I hope that I can get experience in a variety of areas that I can apply to my future career. So right now I've decided um, I'm going to do the undergraduate research colloquium, which is my first experience to my own research, which is very exciting because uh, it's something I never thought I would see myself doing, but I think that it'll go a long ways for me. And what's your research project about? What's the topic? It is about sea turtles. It is. Great. <laughs> yes. Okay. We've come around back to yep. sea turtles again. Um, it is about the uh, potential a relationship there is between noise pollution in urban areas and sea turtle nesting densities. So we're look we're looking to see if does noise in a city, a very populated city, from aviation, from roads, from trains, all those things, does that influence whether a sea turtle is going to put a nest on the beach or go elsewhere? Oh, okay, interesting. That will be interesting to see your results. Yes, I'm very excited. It sounds like you have the perfect combination now of a passion for something and experiences that you're getting here combined with the education you're learning in the classroom. It's all going to tie together for you. So best wishes. And I hope that we can hear back from you sometime in the future and, and find out what happened. Yeah, absolutely. I would love to sit down and chat about it anytime. Okay. Thanks so much. Thank you. We'll have more podcasts soon, including one featuring interior design students who are working on a real-world project with downtown developers interested in creating high-end loft apartments and an Italian market, and one featuring media production students who got a fantastic opportunity in sports broadcasting. You can also follow Pitt State on social media colleague Aaron Warner and student employee Taven Allen, as well as photographer Sam Clausen, create daily content for Instagram, TikTok, and Facebook. Videographer Aaron Thompson creates videos for youtube.com slash pitstate. Find out about upcoming events on our university calendar, coordinated by student employee Laura Landers at pitstate.edu slash calendar. Last but not least, check out our newly redesigned Pitt State website, 
a project spearheaded by colleague Gregor Kalan at pittstate.edu. Thanks for listening.